When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is. Sats and Rat for Sports Day. After a massive weekend of sport, mm. hope you enjoyed it, everyone. There was some great rugby league. There were some great performances outside of rugby league as well, and we're going to get to that very soon. And welcome if you're listening through the Super Radio Network, all the CCN networks as well. If you're listening on the app or the podcast, welcome to the show. It's going to be a great week this week. I, I love this week because it's Indigenous Round as well and becomes an educational week each and every year, and the show is Brought to you by the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. If you want to get us on social media, TikTok, Sports Day S-E-N on Instagram, S-E-N-Q, and on Twitter, Sports Day N-S-W. How are you, Rat? I'm good, mate. How are you? Big, really big good. weekend for you down in uh, Penrith. I saw the old the, the reunion you guys had. Yeah, 20-year reunion. Um, Pretty... The Roosters game, of course. So we had all the, all the players. They gathered all the players at the club. They did a great job, actually. Ryan Girdler and Presto are the only two that couldn't make it, unfortunately. Mm. Mm. I've got to ask you, I, I toured with uh, Craig Gower. Mm. He was a wild, wild man. That's why his nickname's The Pig. Yeah. Has anything changed? Yeah, because he's a, he's a father of two beautiful daughters now. And right. So he has calmed down a lot. Oh, he has? Yeah, he has. Oh, that's good. He has. Uh, well, I've got no, to say. No, he, was a, he, was, he was a lovable rogue, mate. Oh, he was one of the best. One of the great teammates. One of the most loyal human beings you'd ever meet. Yep. Uh, but in saying that, He's uh, he's still the last man standing. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. It's, but he's, you know, it's a pretty special occasion. He's a blokes. far more respectable man now. He's uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, one of the one of the great guys off the field. One of the great teammates as well. Yeah, he's a, he's always one of those guys. You got to look. You just got to look through your corner of your eye wherever he is. You just don't know <laughs> what he's up to. Yeah. So uh, it was a great it was a great night actually. Well done, the Panthers. Thank you very much to Darren and the staff at, at uh, Penrith for for gathering everyone together for that night, which ended up being a great win for Penrith and. Bad luck for the Roosters fans. It was a dismal night for the Roosters fans. Oh, We're going to get through that a little bit later They're on as well. Aren't they? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Now, you had a big week as well because I was watching that Sharks game at Brookvale yesterday. Mm. And well done, Sharkies fans. Good win over Manly. Yep. And um, I tell you what, they were ruthless yesterday, the Sharks, for a period of time there defensively. Oh, mate, their defense was insane in that second half particularly. But I got reminded that they played for the Steve Rogers Cup. Now, I sat back and I thought, I've got to remind myself to ask Rat this. But you have educated me this afternoon that the White Sharks versus Manly is because of the two grand finals they played against each yep. other. Correct? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and Dad had a great relationship with a lot of the a lot of the Manly players. Obviously, there was a lot of Australian players throughout that period that were from Manly, and you know the likes of Les Boyd and you know Bob Fulton, and um, you know in the, through the seventies, and you know Graham Eady, and um, yeah, obviously they played uh, against each other. But it was brilliant, you know. I mean, the Sharks have been always included us, but probably even more so now that. Um, that Fitzy's taken the helm. Um, he got me to, uh, he FaceTimed me into 
or a Zoom meeting into into their team meeting before their captains run and sort of asked me to explain the importance of this game to our family and um, yeah, it was just a really special moment. And um, then after the game, they won the game, and um, and Darren, and and Moon's uh, recruit, the the head of recruitment down there said, "Mate, we're going to FaceTime you from the team meeting after the game." And um, mate, FaceTime me when Fitzy was talking to the team, and you know, for the team song, and you know, it was it was a pretty emotional for, to have all the family because, you know, my, my kids don't. I mean, my older kids only knew my dad, like they were two and two yeah. and well. Well, well, probably like three and five when when Dad passed, and and um, my younger kids they, they never met my, my grandfather. Just watch footage. That's Just, it. Yeah, that's it. So so to to see the importance of the way that the sharks place that on, on onto my father and include us as a family. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty special for us. So, yeah, the yeah, good coaches, awesome. the good clubs, as I've said earlier on, uh, if they look at their heritage and the history of their club and they educate their players on the history of the club as well, mm. we saw that with the Paul Green Medal. And that poor green game a couple of weeks ago with the Cowboys, if you if you ingrain that into your players, they just buy into the club yep. so much, don't they? And you, you see the way the players have responded. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it was it was a it was a great great effort. It's the first time in the club's history that they've gone they've won back to back games at Brookvale Oval. Really? Yep. Wow, mm. it's a tough place to win. Tough place. Yep. Yeah. Now anniversary twenty fifth anniversary as of yesterday nineteen ninety eight. And it was the last ever episode of this show. Daddy Vass. <laughs> Our button is broken. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, it's no. been pushed. Oh, such a great builder. There we go. I did it for you. I don't know what you had to tell her that for. You put me in a very difficult position, marine biologist. I'm very uncomfortable with this whole thing. Yeah, with all due respect, I would think it's right up your alley. Well, it's not up my alley. It's one thing if I make it up. I know what I'm doing. I know my alleys. <laughs> you got me in the Galapagos Islands living with the turtles. I don't know where the hell I am. <laughs> Seinfeld, last episode, the finale, May 14, 1998, which was yesterday here in Australia. So uh, I loved it. Did you like the show? Oh, I loved it. You know what? I didn't get into it that much until, I, until um, it, it was like four or five seasons in, and then I just, oh, mate, I just Binged lapped it. it up. I was just saying, oh, I didn't I was... like it at first, and then I, I grew into it. Uh, a show about nothing. Uh, mm. Favorite Seinfeld character that's not in the main four characters. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Mom was mom was putty. Mom was Newman. Yeah. Newman. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> and when he when he was just saying something insightful and he sat down and there's a he sat on the fork. <laughs> Newman. And he used to sit next to David Berkowitz, oh, the former serial mate. killer in the yeah. in the mail room. Yeah, my favourite was Putty. So zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Do you believe in God? Yes. Oh, so you're pretty religious. That's right. So is it a problem that I'm not really religious? Not for me. Why not? I'm not the one going to hell. <laughs> oh, you're so dry. You're so dry. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Your favourite character in Seinfeld outside of the top four. The main four characters. Uh, on tonight's show, three burning questions. Daddy Vass is going to throw us over the from over the weekend. Kia's top seven, the great moments on the field, as we said. Also, a non-rugby league related, and I'm excited. Steve will also – he's actually already texted in. Mm. And I'm not going to read that out because he is in the Kia top seven. Uh, Joel and Fletch, we're going to catch up with our colleagues and our stable mates as well. And like it or lump it from the yes! weekend. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. 
What did you like and didn't like? 0457 736 736. Or if you want to give us a call and be part of the show, 1300 01 1170. Daddy Vass will try and take your call. Like it or lump it? What did you like? Well, I, I liked uh, Caelan Ponga. Oh, heck was um, Just good timing to sort of start to find his feet. He looked a lot more um, sort of freewheeling with the ball, but a lot more confident in defence as well. Like mm. he was throwing himself into it, which was great. Um, and I said it from sort of the start, it's just been a little bit unlucky with some head knocks. Like he's, he's going to be right. And um, he sort of proved that yesterday. And um, what, did I, what did I lump? Oh, I'm just over here in Graham and there's these explanations. Oh, the the <laughs> weekly review? Oh, mate. I don't you, mind. I like that he does it. Oh, mate. I'm just – you know what I don't like? It's like oh, he just admits <laughs> – it's like, yeah, we got that wrong. Yeah, I'm frustrated. <laughs> All right. Well, what? So what, are you going to drop the referee? Are you going to do something that's going to change anything? Like if you're not going to do anything, why bother getting up there and telling us? Like, Well, nothing happens, unfortunately, for the side that – is on the receiving no. end, and if it's at a crucial part of the game, there's so, not much that can be done about it. So the knock-on against the Raiders when the um, – oh, no, what was it? Well, the Raiders knocked it on in those last couple of minutes. Um, anyway, then they kicked the field goal to win the game. Oh, against the Dolphins. Yeah, and he came yeah. came on and he's like, oh. We got that wrong. Yeah, we got that wrong. Well, it cost someone a game. Mm. Like, a game. Yeah, no. Yeah, oh, yeah I get frustrated. It's like, <laughs> mate <laughs> – Drives me insane. I'm liking Sam Walker. Now, I'm not sure whether anyone uh, read this story about Sam Walker. I saw Sam Walker in the in the tunnel at, at Penrith the other night. He's got a brace on his leg. He's got a sprained ACL. So not a torn ACL. A bit like spraining the ligaments in your ankle. So it's it's a pain thing. How long till you get back? Might be two weeks. Hope he's back sooner rather than later. But he's a great mm. young kid, Sam Walker. I love his response where he said, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to tough it out here. But now, I read a really good story today about... After the team was beaten the other day, and it was a bit, it would have been a miserable dressing shed after you not only get beaten, but get beaten the way they did. He was seen walking around the dressing shed, cleaning up the dressing shed, and making sure the players are you know, as comfortable as possible. And what else is he going to do? Well, you not go on the dressing shed at all. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Yeah, so great work, Sam Walker. I'm loving that. It means you're a really yeah. good team man. Yeah, and and you know what else I like about Sam Walker is the fact that he came out himself and basically just squashed anything about him leaving. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's good work by him. And look, I, I, I don't know what you think. I, I, I'm, I'm, I just think that they need to put him back to halfback, put Manu back in the centers and put Swali'i back on the wing. Well, Manu's injured. Mm. So Sam Walker. So they're clutching at straws at the moment. They are in a yeah. world of hurt at the what moment. What I'm yeah. lumping is the cannonball tackle. Junior Bolo, Tyson Frizzell, uh, both were penalized from the weekend. Mm. And I think Bolo was fined as well before the Newcastle game yesterday. The reason why I'm lumping it is the players are taught to tackle up around the ball now. It's all about controlling the player while they're standing and then the third man comes in and takes the legs out, which I think is a, a player in a really vulnerable position. It's not the player's fault. They've been taught to do this, they've been coached to do this, based on the rules of the game. I think the NRL have really built a rod for their own back. Mm. So I'm suggesting – how do you like this, Daddy Vaz? I'm suggesting <laughs> – that if first contact is made up around the ball and there's no attempt to tackle like a normal technique around the legs, that if you tackle up around the ball... The only player that can go around the legs is? The player that makes first contact. Yep. So if two players hit a player... So you can't spear in there. No. So if two players hit a player like we see, a attacker runs between the defenders, two players tackle up around the ball and they hold them and let the player walk forward, one of those can slide down. 
but no one else can, I don't can mind touch it. the legs. I, I really don't mind it. It's too, it, da- yeah. it's too dangerous. And when, when you've got a player not knowing and can't see where players are coming from, mm. and they take a part of the knee or the ankle, whatever it may be, I, I think we can. I think we can eradicate some potential injuries, but also uh, it allows the player that's walking in the tackle to continue, like David Clemmer does, keeps walking, keeps walking. It'll teach players to start tackling low. Yeah, I don't think they'll start that. That's the, the, the speed of the ruck's too important. Mm. They'd rather hold a guy up and hold him, and then you know tackle him around the legs, let him bounce up to their feet. I got criticised for this a lot when I came back to rugby league um, from rugby union. I was tackling people around the legs to get them on the ground mm. because in rugby union, when you hit the ground, you got to release the ball. So the quicker you can get them on the ground, quicker you can get the ball off them. Yep. Um, mate, my, my, no, Matty Hilder used to be inside me and, um, I think Matty Peterson was on the outside of me. They just ripped me like heaven and earth about stop tackling around the legs. Like you, mate, you, they're getting too quick to play the ball on us and we're on our back foot. Don't get me started. Not rewarding good tackles. Mm. Yeah. I picked up on that on the weekend. There was a game I was watching the Broncos game. Everyone first in contact. One, two, ball. There's no one. Like you said, chopping at the legs. The whole tackle technique's completely changed these days. But Sat's just on that. I think that'll promote offloads because someone big like Payne Haas, he'll ne- he needs two or three players up top. Well, to if stop you've got that a powerful offload. player that's got two players up around the ball and they're trying to control the ball, and you continue to march forward, and all of a sudden one of those players slides down to try and take the legs out. It leaves a player open to offload. I think I think it potentially speeds a game up. There, there are some great tacklers that don't tackle like chest up. You know, like your Cam Murray's. Trebojevic. Um, Trebojevic. Victor Radley, which is, he's been yeah. knocked out a couple of times with um, head on the hip. Blake Braley. Yep. He's, he's got great technique. His brother, yeah, his brother, J- uh, Jaden Braley, is a good good defender as like well. Like there, there is, I, mean, I played with a guy named Dean Treister who was just, he would fly out of the line, hit him around the legs. He's yeah, a go, pest. They'd go down, he was. Oh. He still is a pest. But they'd go, they'd go down and like, well, well, you'd almost like be, meet, they'd be coming down as the other players would be meeting him so you could still control it. Yeah. And you put them on the ground quick. Yeah. Now, as I said, Indigenous round this weekend. Wednesday night, we're going to have a, uh, a really good chat to Shaq Mitchell. South Sydney plays. Mm. out injured at the moment. He's a great story about Shaq. He's a great commitment. He's been given an opportunity by the Rabbitohs. And he's taking it with both hands. He, he battles with social anxiety, how he loves his community. I'm really looking forward to the chat on Wednesday night. So make sure you're around and about Wednesday night to hear that discussion. Uh, you won't be here. be myself and Woogie. But yep. the big news coming out of today... Craig Bellamy will be in charge for his 22nd season at the Melbourne Storm in 2024. He was going to finish at the end of this year. Mm. Eight weeks ago, he said... He's going to finish at the end of last year too and the year before that as well. Yeah. Eight weeks ago, he said, my bags were packed um, and I was ready to go, but I'm going to miss the camaraderie and, and seeing the players each and every day. Now, we have got two versions of audio when he has... Uh, revealed his decision. Who was and he speaking to? So the first one is he's speaking to the fans. And the members, yeah, the members. Yeah, and the members. And this is what he said uh, on Friday after the game. I have to announce to you that I will never retire. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too much juice left. Woo! <laughs> I'm still an inch boy. Yeah, he's very excited when he told the fans, and that's the fans oh, in the and crowd. They, they love Park. him, don't they? Yeah. So they don't want him to go anywhere. In the stands at Amy Park. It went crazy. Yeah. But we have also got audio directly after the game before he told the fans. Right. 
he did tell the players. He spoke to the players as well, and he, we know that when he's around the players, he's he's a little bit sort of a little he's, bit more animated. A, oh, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> more so than what we just heard then. So yeah. this is uh, the audio from the dressing sheds after the win against the Broncos. Mm. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not <laughs> leaving. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's Munster and Jerome oh, Hughes and Pappy was in there. Pappy yeah, was in they there. love him. Jumping around on his bung knee. Yeah, in all seriousness, apparently had a chat. Cam Munster went and approached him two weeks ago and said, Coach, we don't want you to go anywhere. We don't want you to go anywhere. So that's uh, that's great news for the Melbourne Storm. I think great news for rugby league oh, as well. Oh, it is. And he's just a – I mean, his record speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, you know, to have your senior player go up there and basically beg him and say, mate, don't go. Yeah. You know, and, and he obviously has a lot of respect for, for Cam. And, and I know Cam's made some significant changes in his life over the last 18 months to – you know, turn, you know, things around for him off the field, which is in turn, you know, I think made him a better footballer yep. and, you know, he'd respect that and, uh, yeah, good, good on him. Now, we're getting uh, plenty of texts about Seinfeld's 25th year anniversary of their last episode. Who's your favourite Who's your favorite character outside of the main four? We've got um, Evening Boys, Babu Butt, the Pakistani restaurant owner oh, who Jerry Babu, got to Babu, Babu. <laughs> That's Fitzy and... Also, uh, I like the guy that dressed up as a clown in Seinfeld, the new material arts, Dremoyne MC. Uh, some really good ones. Are we going to get the, you got any more there? What, uh, Jay Peterman was good oh, value. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I'm, I can't get through it. Followed closely by Jackie Childs. Jackie Childs, who told you to put on the bomb? I didn't uh, put Uncle Leo. Put on the bomb. Uncle Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Kramer's lawyer who told <laughs> put balm on Jackie <laughs> Child. He was great. He uh, was great. Uh, let's get to a break. Uh, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Sats and Rad on Sports Day. Up next, Daddy Vass is going to hit us three burning questions. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Three burning questions on Sports Day. Get it done with Toolkit Depot this Easter. Easter? We've already eaten our eggs, haven't we? Mm. Just get the Toolkit Depot. <laughs> get everything you need. <laughs> oh, you've done the old Ron Burgundy over yeah. there, haven't you? You should read what's on the prompter. You'll read whatever's on the prompter. Yeah. <laughs> no exclamation mark. <laughs> 25 years since Seinfeld uh, aired its last episode. Plenty of text coming in. Uh, Festivus. Remember Festivus? Mm. Instead of Christmas, you celebrate around a, a pole yeah. with some tinsel on it. <laughs> uh, now, three burning questions. Daddy Vess, this is your uh, segment. G'day, boys. Yeah, one of the biggest talking points from the weekend, Paddy Carrigan. Mm. Did he deserve go to the bin, and now, what the hell was going on? Now, Grafton Bronco on 2GF says, hi, Sats and Rat and Daddy Vass lumping. He's liking or lumping. He's lumping the hip drop. The refs are confused, not knowing what one is. And I think we saw that on the weekend. Yeah, well, obviously the match review committee had something different than what the referees had to put up to say. And this was Graham Annesley early today trying to explain to us, the fans, what is going on? This will be exciting. Grammy, are you frustrated that there's still instance where there's a large discrepancy between what the bunker determine a hip drop is or det- whether they determine something's a hip drop and what the match review committee determined one to be? Well, I, I'm, di- I'm uh, frustrated when errors are made, yep. 
uh, I don't believe it's because of any misunderstanding uh, because we've spent a lot of time with both the referees and the match review committee on what is a hip drop and what is not. So I'm frustrated when there are errors made. And these are errors that, um, are, A, they're unacceptable. We don't want to see them happen. Uh, but you know, no one's trying to make errors. They look at these things, they look at them quickly, they get a very short period of time to review them, and they come up with a decision. And as we know, uh, most times they'll get those decisions right, sometimes they get them wrong. Now people will say, well, how can they get that wrong? When they look at that, how can they see a hip drop in that? And, and to be honest, you know, I can't give you a legitimate answer oh, to that, other than the fact that when they looked at it in the, in the time frame that they had to look at it, as I said, there were, there were three elements. This is just dribbling nonsense. It mm. just it drives me insane. Mm. That's, that's, that, that is my lumpet, and there is no way that he deserved to go to the sin bin. And if you look at the tackle, he didn't land on his legs. Like, how, how, do, how, does, how does the bunker look at that and determine that, that he needs to go to the sin bin. I know. Well, it, it, the reason why is because, and we've heard Graham Annesley say this before, and he, and he is right, is that the referees are trying to make decisions, live decisions in a split second. And so when they see a player end up around the legs and the player lays down and holds his ankle, straight away the bunker's then having a look at it. And then they advise the referee. With all the different angles. That, yeah, that there has been what they would call a potential hip drop. So they sin bin the player, and what was it? The crucial part of the game. Mm. Ten all. Ten all. Ten all. Ten all. In a, you know, a a marquee game of the season so far in the first 11 rounds. So if if we're going to call it a hip drop, and if the bunker's looking at it, I want to know who's looking at the look. Is, is it a player, an ex-player that's been in that situation before? Is it a referee that has never been in that situation before when there's so much momentum in a tackle and there's so much physicality? that things can go wrong, unless it's intentional, of course. It can't be black and white. The, none of them are black and white. The game it of rugby league be. isn't black and white. There's too that, many But this is the problem. Pieces. This is the problem, Sats. They, get, they, get, they make these rules and these decisions, or they, they shape a rule around, okay, if this happens, it's that, you know, and th- that, that is not the game that yep. we play. Mm. Um, the, the obstruction rules, the same, like, it, it's... I understand what they're trying to do with the instruction rule, but there are so many times people score tries and that guy's not getting anywhere near them and they call it back. And so the, these are people in there that are like, oh, well, it says, it says that if you do this, then that's a penalty. And it, it's, it's, I'm, yeah, don't well, get Well, further started. compounded that no fine, no charge, no suspension. Well, I'll ask you this. Could, but Graham Annesley's frustrated. Could so Pat, that makes it all okay. Could Paddy Carrigan have yeah. done anything else in that tackle no. to avoid that? No. Well, win the tackle. Yeah. Win the but, he's, but he's tackling a six foot eight, 120 kilo yeah. giant. And unfortunately, he lost the tackle and momentum takes over. I keep saying it. Try not to be too, too confusing in rugby league, but physics takes over and gravity drags him down the back of the player. So it's, it's unfortunately part of the game. You reminded me, Rat, last week. I lost 12 weeks in 1993 playing against Penrith. Mm. And I 12 weeks with a broken ankle, or like a torn ankle, mm. um, from what would be regarded as a hip, hip drop. drop. You missed a number I missed of weeks. I missed three months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had ankle surgery. And it was part, no one even thought, like it's part of the game. Like I was, I was pulling through a tackle. I came down on my, my ankle. Um, it was an injury. Like mm. I, I hurt my ankle. Like no one's going out there to intentionally do these tackles. It's a, it's the nature of the position of the body. Now I understand they're trying to pr- protect players, but 
there's a difference between something that happens through force and, and what happened with Carrigan on the weekend and the one that he did last year where he pulled himself into the back of the Jackson play. Hastings. That pulled was a bad one. in the one. back. They, and, and if you can't watch ascertain, that yeah. and ascertain the difference between those two things, then you shouldn't be in there making decisions on it. Exactly. Exactly. So we're all frustrated. Yep, we're fed up. All right. So, so would we all agree that unless it's an intentional act, and we know the intentional ones, yeah. mm. do we all agree that if something like that happens with Pat Carrigan, put him on report, let's play on, yep. and let's deal with it after the game. Yep. 100%. 100%. Unless it's intentional and you send them off or send them I don't think mm. anyone in the game is intentionally hip-dropping. Oh, There has been a couple. There has, yeah, has been. Yeah. Like I think Pat that, Carrigan's last and, year was... And then I won on Hamlin Ueli was pretty bad. Mm. All right, moving on. Yep. Are the Roosters at We're risk? We're all yelling at Cloud. Then, <laughs> we? yeah. Are the Roosters at risk of missing the finals in twenty twenty three, boys? Absolutely. They're at risk of missing them, but I don't think they will. They're definitely at risk with the way they're playing. Hey, Rat. They, they need to improve a lot. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I've looked at the table. That there is nothing in this table. Mm. I mean, that, but oh, look, any teams at risk of missing the finals the way that the bloody the 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 this competition's going. You just, I mean, you can have five good weeks and you're running second, or you you know you have five bad weeks and you're running fourteenth. It's it's that close, but um, yeah, they need to turn things around pretty quick. And I I, I don't know with Origin coming up, they're going to be missing players. Um, they've now got an injury to Manu to Walker. Uh, I'd have grave concerns if I was at Rooster Muzz. I'd be having a, and Bondi Jack. I'd be having a yeah. I'd be I'd be a little worried at the moment. Watching that game on Friday night. And they've always been such a physical side, always built around defence. But I've got to say, as much as I hate saying this, because Jared Rhea Hargraves is one of my favourite players of all time, they're getting beaten up in the forward pack. Mm. They're getting beaten up. They're getting out-muscled, mm. far more physical the other side. So does Lindsay Collins play origin, the way he's going in the middle? <sighs> well, I mean, based on form, you'd probably say, no, but there's been a couple of games when they've been defeated where actually he's he's really stood yeah, he's up. He's been the one. So missing Takiyako. Yeah, you know, silly Satili Tupanu are just coming back from a long layoff. Mm. Angus Crichton just coming back from a long layoff. So, I mean, I think they'll click. I think they'll click. I think they're too good of a team not to. We said this about the Cowboys a few weeks ago, and look what they've been able to do. Mm. What What do you think the turning point needs to be, boys, for the Roosters? Is it an attitude thing? Is it a defensive mindset? What is it? They've just got to beat their chest a little bit more. Oh, they've just got to. They've, they've, got to, they've got to simplify things and just go back to. I, you know, personally, I, like I, I think that they need Sam Walker back at halfback. They need Mano in the centres and need Sulee back on the wing. I agree. When that, when they're all fit. That when they're yeah. all fit, like that's Sulee is best at there. You put structure around Manu, he, he loses that freewheeling ability to you know come in from centre and just pop up where you know you don't expect it. He plays very much like, um, you know. Turbo does in origin, mm. um, just, you know, free wheels around the field and gets involved where he wants to. But you put the six on his back and all of a sudden he's got this structure that he's got to sort of try and play to. And you can't, you know, and if he, and if he doesn't, takes everybody else out of the game. He wants to inject himself in the game, just, you know, at an ad-lib situation. You can't do that when you're playing 5-8. Mm. And, and I just think they've got it wrong in that sense. Yep. All right, number three. A lot of talk around Origin at the moment. Teams set to We're come gonna out. We're going to pick our teams tomorrow night. We are going to pick our teams. Yeah, because oh, Rats last on. shift tomorrow night. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> last before, shift tomorrow night. <laughs> my probation's <laughs> finished for the week. <laughs> for the week, we forget about him by Friday. Then he lobs up again on Monday. Um, but on Mondays, when the teams are picked, yeah, they'll be picked yeah. before we come on yeah. air. So, so week yeah. out, 
Should Freddie say to Tom Trevojevic, let's forget game one and get you ready for game two? Well, Joel Kane said this a few weeks ago. And I sort of looked mm. at him and I went, and I thought about it and I thought, that's not a bad idea. Now, you've got to get yourself right for club footy first. First and foremost. Uh, is, is, is he injured or are they just going bad? No, he's injured. You can, he swears he's not injured. Britton Nakora stood him up like he was standing still yesterday down that eastern touch He's line. fast, Britton Nakora. I know he's fast. But fastest Teddy's back one row. of the quickest. <laughs> fastest back rower ever. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> not as fast as Dave Fafita yesterday. Oh, what about Dave Fafita? Oh, Gee, gee whiz. So um, good to see. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think he's injured. Of course he's injured. I don't think he's injured. He's ginger. Pick him up. Pick him, New he South Wales. He may be ginger as a kid. <laughs> Pick him, New South Wales. <laughs> Uh, but if I'm Freddie, yeah. I'd, yeah, he's I'd, not getting picked. Not, not, not in the form Campbell Graham's playing. No, I'd say, listen, let's just let's get back for game two. We're either winning a series in game two or we're trying to save a series in game two. Yep. Right. Get it done on the long weekend with great deals on outdoor gear from Toolkit Depot, 0457 736 736. What are your thoughts about any of those three burning questions? The Pat Carrigan, we're sick of talking about the hip drop. The Roosters' risk of missing the finals. Should Freddie tell... Tommy Travojevic, let's forget game one. Let's get to a break. Sats and Rat, and on the other side, we'll get a news update. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. They bring us the news update. Now, we're getting a few texts here. I'm just going to try and get to them. Here we go. Um, Considering the media go into a frenzy when a player, and there's some texts missing in that, camp outside homes and courthouses, etc. With that in mind, it'll be interesting to see what NRL 360 do. With the Paul Kent situation, another one here. What's going on with the latest of Paul Kent? There's been a few texts here, SMSs mm. around why we're not talking about it. No one's talking about it. Well, there's a court process to go through. Well, well, at the end of the day, Sats, it, like even for the players, like, yeah, it, it's reported, it's news um, that, you know, there's been charges laid, you know, that's it. But then nothing's said until, you know, after. And and look, if, if, if Paul Kent, who's been accused of, I don't, what would he been accused of? Oh, domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yeah. If he's if it's proven to be right, then he'll get the books thrown at him, and everyone will open up. I'm sure. If if he gets proved innocent, then you know we can go about go on about our lives. Like it's it's not something that it's just the way it is. Like you can't talk about it. It's not. It's it's in the hands of the courts, and, and we, we don't know anything. And listeners, don't worry. There would still be photographers and reporters trying to chase the story. Yeah, we want to talk about sport. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, he'll go through the process, yeah. and we'll see how it plays out. Now, uh, news update. Uh, thanks to Polaris, like I said. And outside and off the rugby league field, Jason Mayhem Maloney fought nine rounds. Now, get this, with a broken right hand. I, I love watching this fight yesterday. Steve from Dubbo, you'd be loving this. Uh, to beat Vincent Astrolabio, who's a Filipino. Majority decision. He became the Australia's latest boxing champion. He won the WBO Bantamweight champion at Stockholm Arena. Stockton, Stockton Arena, I should Arena, say, in California. California. Now, what are the judges' scorecards? Honestly, if you watch this fight, it would frustrate you no end that one of the judges had it a draw. Right. He absolutely put a clinic on him. Yeah. He did. And he will appear in the care top seven. Well, they tried to rob him, didn't they? 
I when it when when they first said judge, and I got his name here. I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, Tom Carasone, one fourteen, one fourteen, a draw, and luckily enough, the two other judges had it. Um, a majority decision. So great work. And a good part about this is Andrew Maloney, his twin brother, is fighting next weekend for a world title as well, the light, the um, the junior bantamweight. So about a kilo and a half lighter. Oh, how good is 52 that? 52 kilos, 53 kilos these guys are. 51 kilos is Andrew. So, yeah, so twin brothers get to fight for world titles one week apart. Very Did you exciting. watch that at Woogie's place? Yeah. You say he didn't pay for it. He didn't pay. He, he wouldn't oh. pay for it. I paid for <laughs> you it. You didn't. I paid for it. Oh, you paid for it. Yeah. Oh, he said, you can watch, come watch it at my house, but, but you've you got to pay, pay for it. Oh, he's not bad. That Didn't provide one packet of chips no, or a soft drink. No, nothing. Or a beer doesn't or anything. Doesn't surprise me. Embarrassing. It's the same year. He doesn't bring anything to he the doesn't. team. No, my no. wife brings everything in. Yeah, mm, She's she? great. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Uh, what's happening with the Dragons? Rat? Oh, mate, uh, the Dragons. Dragons will make an announcement tomorrow on Hook's Future. So, And, and the Bellamy decision... You know, seems to have, I guess, all but um, made the decision for the Dragons in terms of who they might um, put yep. in that role because Jason Riles was heavily tipped to take over down there at Melbourne. Obviously, Bellamy's staying. So, I mean, he's got a good uh, – he's come from good stock, Riles, in terms of his, his coaching pedigree. He spent time under Bellamy. He spent time under Robinson. He spent time with Eddie Jones yeah, over in England too. rugby. Mm. He's, he'd have a wealth of knowledge. Great and, guy. Um, Mate, I mean, he's an imposing uh, former uh, halfback, you know. Yeah, well, when Apparently he was about grew three seven inches or something, when he was sixteen to seventeen, he was the first guy that really changed the shape of that front row. I reckon, like you know, there was six foot five. There was Chief, and then there was him, and you know, Spud. Obviously, like those guys, those big, you know, that went from the Marty Bella shape and the Stan Jurd shape to to those guys. They were big and they could run like centers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now they're all like that, aren't they? Do you know with with the Dragons, and I think you're right. I think this will, will, the way this will play out, looks like the Bellamy will coach next year. And, you know, the insinuation that Jason Rolls comes off contract at the end of next year, so it's just an easy transition. There's Mark Brentnell as well, who's part of the coaching team down there. Um, Does he get the spot? You know, there'll be, you know, people will believe that Billy Slater may one day take over. Down in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, I I think in Melbourne, um, you know, that – that Be- Bellamy won't. I don't think Bellamy will move until they're they're well and truly, like, one hundred percent onto who they need to move on to. Succession plan. Yeah, they yeah, do. That, that, they, and and I think and I think it might be Slater in two or three years. Yeah, I'd, there's no rush for Billy to be an NRL no. coach. And off the field, he is so busy with his thoroughbred company. You can't do anything else if you're coaching NRL, and his his passion and love is horses. Mm. So. I don't think he's in any rush to be corners. No. No, well, he's got his Queensland job and he's going to learn more and more as, as time goes and on. And they there do and, due diligence better than but anyone But he's Melbourne. very good, Billy. He's just very calm and he's very <laughs> – I feel like he's the guy. I don't I don't know. I mean, he's Melbourne through and through. I he's, love listening to commentate. Yeah. His, his image of the game is great. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that translates to coaching, right, because it's what he sees and what he can, um, you know, communicate. So – yeah, look, I, and and I thought the way he handled himself in last year's Origin series, the way you know he he kept the pressure off his team, the way he, he sort of um, you know steered that team throughout the the camps and the media, uh, you know, I just think he's made for it. Whether or not he wants to do it, and it might take a year or two for him to under like, to to want to do it, or you know maybe he never never does. But I know every Melbourne fan would love it. Do you know good teams when they're going to pick a coach? They they're the ones. That 
sing from their own gospel. They don't dance to anyone else's tune. And what mm. I mean by that is the Dragons at the moment, they're, they're vulnerable and their board is apparently going to make a decision at their, their meeting tomorrow. But the Dragons need to stand for something. Yeah. They need to say whoever their number one man is, if someone's going to take over from Anthony Griffin, and he is, in fact, showing the door tomorrow at the end of the year, whatever that may uh, be, they yeah. need to say, and I'm, I'm going to use, no, I'm not going to use someone as an example because it's disrespectful. Person A, we see you as the coach of the Dragons. We need an answer by tomorrow, close of business, if you want to coach this club. If you don't, we've got to move on. Instead of, I'm not saying they're doing this, I hope they've done this, is where they talk to the player, the, the coach and the manager, and they say, this is what we stand for. We need to know whether you're in or whether you're out. I like not, that, Sats. Not just dance no, around not, not the subject. Like, and not, not like, you know, what do you need? Put, put something out in the media that, oh, we'd like to speak to Billy Slater or we'd yeah. like to, you know, that sort of stuff that you sort of, sort of tend to come out of St. George. It's sort of like everything's up in the air. And maybe it's just people making assumptions, but you want a club that everything's in-house um, and the announcement gets made. Nobody knows about it because it's been kept in-house. The meetings have been kept in-house. You know where you're headed. You've got your guy and you make a decision. Yep. And the press know about it when you've made that decision, not before. Exactly. Mm. Stand for something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, M leaderboard before we get to the break. And Harry Grant has moved into second spot on the M leaderboard. He got five points, of course. Just to remind the listeners, it's six points you can earn with two judges now, two giving three points. He got five points from Thursday night's game against the Brisbane Broncos. Jerome Luai got six. Caelan Ponga got six. Trell Mitt, four points. How's the leaderboard look after Look, look at the quality of that, that top ten. Haas, Grant, Walsh, Mitchell, Hines, Johnson, Walker, Cleary, Edwards. Mm. Any there, one of them. Is there any surprise there for you? No. No. Any, oh, probably Sean Johnson. He's probably playing better than yeah. what, what, what most people ex- – well, certainly better than what I expected. I think he's in career best form at the moment. Yep. Um, so Payne Haas on 30 points, five points ahead of Harry Grant. Th- that, that's probably a surprise because it's not something that you see. Yep. Um, you know, front rowers. But if he keeps playing the way he's playing, he wins it hands down. Payne Haas? Payne Haas. Oh, yeah. He's just that dominant. Um, yep. He just – the way he manhandles – Grown, like not grown men, 110, 115 kilo men. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Mm. Michelle from Dobbo says, guys, the Tigers are after Sean Johnson for two years. Do you think it's a good buy? Well, at the moment on 22 points, sitting, what, sixth or seventh on the on the leaderboard, you'd think it would be a good buy, but I think New Zealand and Sean Johnson just fit nicely. Mm. It's emotionally yeah. exhausting going to a, a club that's struggling and Being, try, having to be that guy. A lot of the weight's put on your yeah, shoulders in jersey is, number seven. It's an emotional... It, it it wears you down. Yeah. He's got a young family too in New Zealand, so he's yeah. going to have to relocate. I just yeah. think they fit New Zealand and and Sean Johnson. It's his DNA. Two years. Oh, I, I, look, if they could get him and they could get him for a good price, mm. which, well, I mean, what's a good price for At 32? 500? That, that, oh, I'd pay him a bit more than that. Yeah. They they need to – oh, he's a, he's a premier halfback in the NRL. Like, but he, he's 32. Yeah, but they, they want him for two years – because they need something instant, and maybe they can. Have, they've got a younger player in their junior system that they can learn from. Mm. That they can learn from Sean. You know, like i would be paying him, you know, six fifty, seven hundred. They want to get SJ. They can get Benji, coach and and play. Get the boots back. <laughs> I'd love to captain see that coach. again. <laughs> love to see that captain again. Coach. Last captain coach. I will tell you what, he do he do better than some guys I see running around. Last captain coach <laughs> in the NRL or New South Wales Rugby League. Um, oh, I was going to say. Tommy Bishop, but probably not. Put out the listeners, 0457 736 736. 
and I think someone will get it pretty quickly. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat for a mm. Monday night edition. Uh, so many texts to get through, especially in oh, relation funny. to Seinfeld, your favourite character outside of the main four. We're going to get to some of those, but I asked a question leading into the break. The last captain coach in the NRL slash New South Wales yeah. rugby league. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of came in. There's Bozo, Tommy Radonikus. Um, yeah, no, not them. So Michael, uh, two eight nine. We've got Neil from Quakers Hill. We've got Muzza and Shotto. Yep, you all got it right. It's Wally Lewis. Was two nineteen ninety two. Nineteen ninety two. He was. Oh, absolutely. Geez, that was. That that was. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Let's go. Let's 1992 go um, and scored a try against Penrith in the last game mm. of 1992. Imagine being coach. a captain coach. Oh, my God. I know. My son, actually, who's a rugby league tragic nerd, he just texted in and said, Jordan Rankin. Now, you played with Jordan Rankin. I did. Played well, first grade at 16. Well, no, I didn't actually play with Jordan Rankin because he, he came in because I was injured. Oh, really? Yeah, For that yeah, game so against uh, Newcastle, mm. I think Brian Smith was tr- coach. Mm. And he's still at school, year 11. Yeah. Unheard of. Never happened again, that will, based on the rules. But Jordan Rankin, funnily enough, and Jack, my son, just reminded me on text message, is that he was the captain coach of Parramatta's New South Wales Cup side. When? Like, Recently, like this year, I oh, think someone's no, really? taken. He's still playing. He's part of <laughs> Parramatta's like coaching pathways as well. Yeah, Great right. guy, Jordan Rankin. Good Great fella. kid. Yeah. Great kid. Okay, your favourite Seinfeld characters oh, that aren't him? part of the what? top four. What about them all? Snakeos. Hey boys, love the show. Frank Costanza, Festivus for oh, the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, that's from King of Dirt. Says George's old man too. Frank, <laughs> old Frank. Oh. We got um, from J Dog. Big J Dog says Kramer's lawyer who told. To put the balm on. Yeah, that's Jackie Childs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jackie uh, Childs. Peterman Porter. from Neil at Quakers Hill. Carl from Cronulla. Mm. Great show as usual, man. Of the main <laughs> four characters, who was the one that only missed, one of them missed the first ever episode, the pilot? Main four? No, the main one. There's one out of the main four that missed, missed. Oh, the pilot. Was it, was it Elaine? It was Elaine. Mm, there you go. She didn't even realise that episode existed. I like Elaine. Yeah, she's, she's good. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, soup Nazi. Oh, no soup for you. You can't say you can't say soup. You just say the guy that used to serve the soup. <laughs> oh, really? In this day and age. Why? Yeah. It was the soup Nazi. What about Tim Watley, the, de- the dentist? The episode oh, yeah. when he converted to Judaism just for jokes. Now Tim Watley was. No soup for you. <laughs> Come back one year. Brian Cranston, the guy from Breaking Bad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, coming up after the break, Kia Top Seven, all the moments from the weekend. Our injury update from Round Eleven, and. Joel and Fletch. Stick around. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Ah, yes, it is for a Monday night. And welcome if you're joining us for the first time tonight on your way home or listening Mm. on the phone, whichever way it is, or if you're listening in the podcast later on. Welcome to the show. Brought to you by the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. We're going to have a look at what's coming up in the next hour, which is the Kia Top 7 from all the moments across the weekend. We're going to, also going to have Joel and Fletch. Uh, got some golfing news as well, which is really exciting for you, Rat, today. Oh, Not yeah. your golf game because you had no. a horrible morning. You shot five over. Uh, it is when you play off one. It's four shots worse than what oh, you God, you're a waker <laughs> when you shoot off one. <laughs> well, <What>? it's <laughs> not good. It's all right when you play off 36 like you. Yeah. Beryl from Birong says, don't go bagging Woogie, Rat or Daddy. You're still on probation. Now, Beryl from Birong is actually Woogie. Now, can I tell you something about Woogie? I went over his place, as I said earlier on, to watch the boxing. He said, come around my place, watch the boxing. I said, yeah, okay. So I get around there and I said, so have you got the boxing on? Have you bought it yet? He goes, oh, no, I've, I've never bought it before. How do you buy it? So I end up getting my card out. And oh, so you had to pay for it. I end up paying for it. No So way. we sat there for two hours, not one offer of a drink, a beer, a, a rum, a water, pack a soft drink, a packet of chips, nothing. He would have nothing. eaten all them. Pork knuckles. Remember those, pork knuckles? Remember those bags of pork knuckles? Yeah, How nice are they? So they didn't get Nothing. offered anything. Oh, wow. Well, I'm not going to say that's bad because I'm not allowed to bag him, but um, you just did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of probation. I'm in my 11th year, so I'm fine. Yeah, nice yeah. Now, teammates. Mm. Teammates who vouch for their teammate to play Origin. Can we take much from that, Rat? No. <laughs> so It'd be like me. It's, it's, so it's, it's like me, me picking my son. <laughs> <laughs> so when a journo walks up to Matt Rogers after a game at Cronulla and he says, Matt Rogers, what are your thoughts about Martin Lang being picked for Origin? Do you think he could handle Origin? So mm. what are you going to say? No, no, he's weak. And he Runs soft. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. He couldn't do it. Mate, that's ridiculous. Of course you're going to go, oh, mate, he's ready for Origin. <laughs> he, he should get a jersey. You know, what it's, they're, it's almost embarrassing. What they're actually doing is – they're talking about their player that could be possibly putting out one of their teammates they've played the Origin Series with. Before. The year before. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't take anything from it. Yep. But, you know, it gets their name out there and, you know, I don't know, might, you know, bring the team closer together. I don't, mm. I don't know. What do you make of the rise of New, New Zealand Warriors? I've got to say, at the start of the year, I'm just looking at the board over here, our predictions for 2023, and I've just got to pat myself on the back and give myself a bruising here. I did say the New Zealand Warriors, bro – we're going to be the most improved team in 2023. You said the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Can but I get, also said... Can you do that noise, that bom noise? Have you got that yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. But, but I also <laughs> said my biggest... Biggest... The slider... Yep. ...was going to be the Eels. You did too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I have. Yeah, absolutely. Or, no, probably the Cowboys at the moment. Oh, yeah, probably on par. Yeah. Mm. So... The New Zealand Warriors. Andrew Webster, he wins the Ivan Cleary Cup for 2023. What's that? Well, he coached against Cameron Seraldo, two assistants at Penrith, and they're now at separate clubs. They've faced right. each other twice this year. He's on the Ivan Cleary Cup. Mm. Now, they're sitting in the top eight on four and against. Two questions. Are they playing well enough to make the finals at the moment? Yes or no? The, just the style they're playing, the way ah. they're... I'm I'm still I'm I'm still not taken by him. I, I, I like 
I, I like that they've got some fight in them, and I like mm-hmm. that they're doing. Well, I just wonder how they're going to go when the blowtorch is on them. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to play finals. You don't think they will? No, I think they're defending too well. Not too. Mm. Different team. Now the other question is Roger Tuivasa Shek mm. RTS. When he returns, and let's say it is early, let's say it's before June 30, if he's not picked in the World Cup squad, mm. I think all the Super Rugby's finished by then, yep. isn't it? Yep. Yeah. When he returns, just say, okay, hypothetically, he returns this year. Yep. Before June 30. Yep. I think that's a, I can, well, that's actually, a huge in for them. He doesn't have to return before June 30 because he's not playing for a rugby league. No, club. no. Okay, so if he returns early, where are you playing him? Charles Nickel Crookstar's been one of their best yeah, players. I'm not at fullback. putting him at fullback. No, okay. I'll probably put him on the wing. On the wing? Does he end up at fullback eventually? Maybe next year? Potentially. I just. So I reckon Charles would be a really good centre. Can I, can I tell you this? He's, gonna, he's, he's, he's not going to walk back into rugby league and find it as. Well, not that he would have found it easy before. It's not How gonna, long were you out for? I was out five of it for years? five years. Okay. He's been out for three. Did you find. Huge oh, glaring mate. differences. Oh my goodness! For a back, what was the glaring difference? Just the the the, the intensity of the game. Um, it, it's chalk and cheese. It's night and day. Mm. It, if there was another cliche, I could remember, I'd use it. Yep. But they they are so different. Black and white. Black and white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the intensity, chalk and cheese. Did you, I say that? You, one? You I said that. that one. Um, just the intensity and just your fitness has got to be at such a higher level. I mean, yep. remember when Sonny Bill came back? Yeah. Like he, he got through ten minutes and he was gone. Um, it's 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 going to take some time. I think him playing on the wing it's going to be tough because he's going to have to do a lot of work. Center was a great place for me to transition back mm. into the game because it's sort of it's probably the easiest position to play in rugby league. Yep. Um, he he makes a big difference to that side though. I think they play finals if he comes back. I hope they do get him back. I really do. Well, they well they they've got him back. I know, but just getting back early this year. Be a good problem to have. Where, where are we going to play him? Raiders, they're five from five. Mm. That's excluding the the bye. Yep. Now the and the announcement of Jack Whiten, it seems to have strengthened the squad because they got beaten in round five, fifty two twelve. Rat beaten by the Panthers, then went five straight. Now three of those wins are after Jack Whiten announcing that he's leaving. Mate, adversity galvanizes the right people. It speaks volumes of the. Of the playing group, it does, yeah. and the coaching stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, to to, to galvanise that group. If if they weren't a solid group, they would have capitulated. Mm. They would have fallen apart. Yep. Um, congratulations to the Raiders players for holding it together, and and the coaching staff who have obviously just gone about their business. Um, they've had some tough, gritty wins too. Not, not, they haven't won a lot of them. Well, I mean, they haven't won it like hasn't been a blowout in any of them. Yeah. So they've had to fight um, and they've shown a lot of character. So Bit of biff on the weekend too. Mm. Yeah, Corey Horsburgh got Not real smart, was it? sin-binned. Mm. Actually, we've got a text about that here somewhere. Uh, I'm going to get to it really soon. It's about uh, it's about the Canberra player getting sin-binned. I'm going to find it here. Right, here we go. Uh, it's from Shagger from Lismore. Hey, Maddie and Sats in the Paraverse Canberra game. Can you tell me why the Raiders bloke got sent to the sin-bin for 10 and Canberra got the penalty as as I was watching the game at the club with no volume on. Now, that would be Corey Horsburgh. Yeah. He got sin bin for what they class as striking, mm. uh, where he pushed a player in the head. and But the initial instigation of that was started by a... Madison. Parramatta fan. Mm. A Parramatta player. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I looked at it, though, but I couldn't see what Madison did. Yeah, I know. It, it blew up quickly, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and and Horsburgh just lost his mind. It was it was it's not a good look 
that from Hallsborough, mm. given origins around the corner. Because if you can't control your emotions in that arena, yep. and you get sent to the Simbin in origin, yep. that, that can be that can cost you the series. Yeah, you know. So it certainly it'll be a little sort of mark against his name because he's he's had that in his game before, and he's working on it. He said um, he's trying to sort of calm himself, but it's um, it's not something that um, would uh, would be. Looked upon favourably at all by by selectors. Exactly. Ricky, Ricky Stewart said that to us. He said he's got a very close relationship with Horsburgh <laughs> because he wears his heart on his sleeve just like Corey. Mm. And he said, "Mate, I went through that as a player. You do anything because you just want to win." Mm. And he said, "It's about controlling that emotion in the moment." And as a player, that can be pretty hard sometimes. Well, it comes down to maturity. Yeah, like right. it does. Like young players, they just get out there. And you, you go and watch eight, you know, 15-year-olds and 18-year-olds play and you just think, oh, guys, just get up and play the ball and focus on what's actually going to win you the game and not all this pushing and shoving and carrying on and beating their chest. And it's a bit of that. Um, and, you know, Corey needs to get that right. If he's going to be a top-line player, you need to get that right. Mm. Shout out to the Narang Roosters. Uh, I'll throw them under the bus. They were, they loved doing that at a at a young age. <laughs> the Narang Roosters. The Narang Roosters. I was a Narang Rooster. You were a Narang Rooster. Yeah. Well, I won the first premiership for them. It's 1988, under 11s. Oh. How skinny would have you been oh, in man, I was, <laughs> at 11? Well, I didn't win it. I was in the team that won the first premiership for them. It was cool. Did you have a long skinny 1987, neck? 1987, like sorry, it was. Jeez. Long skinny neck like a... Like you having the TSS photo we saw oh, the other day? Yeah, I did. I yeah. had the DCE. What going. position did you play in under 11? 5'8. Uh, was that two pass rule? Was it pass, mm, pass? No? no. I think it was mod footy. Just yep. get it and run. Mm. That's all I did. Now, what do you make of this? If you're a Queensland fan, even if you're a New South Wales fan, because he's been an origin legend for many, many years, rumours starting to circulate the last 24 hours. Dane Gagai, I'll say that again. Dane Gagai, one of Queensland's best players for many years outside backs, maybe left out of the Queensland side, replaced by Hamaso Tabuai Fido. What? Take, take it off the agenda. Take it off the agenda. <laughs> Come now. on, that's ridiculous. That is, that, that is ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm not here. I'm not having it. I won't accept it. And if it happens, I'm not going to be happy at all. There are some saying that Hamaso in the centre is Dane Gagai on the wing and Cobbo on the other wing for Queensland. What about Xavier? Xavier hasn't been really – he's in my team, Xavier Coates, mm. ex-Xavier. Um, but he hasn't really been mentioned. Mm. They've got Cobbo, Murray Tualangi, who's got that combination with Val Holmes at the Cowboys on the left-hand side. Yep. And, and Tualangi's a good ball carrier, like in terms of, you know, bringing it back. He's, he's, he's a bit lower to the ground or he's a bit thicker set, you know, for those ball carriers. Like your outside backs are, you know – you're sort of eight, ninth and tenth forward, really. We were they? walking around the Panthers field on Friday night before the game while both teams were warming up. Mm. And we were standing in the tunnel before we got introduced by the MC that, out on the field. And the Roosters guys were running out to warm up. Talk about outside backs and how big they are now. If you were playing today, Rat, and I saw the size of Joey Manu and Joseph Suali. Oh, mate. Oh, you would get ragdolled that bad. I got ragdolled <laughs> when I played back then. <laughs> They got to catch it a ragdoll, you those sets. Yeah, true. You get tangled up in their legs. Yeah, yeah, mate. They're huge, and and that's a huge part. Like you got to do a lot of the grunt work as an outside back mm. in Origin. So, but even as a centre, you got to be getting back there and doing it. Is that Hammers go? Uh, Can you see Hammer doing that? 
Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll try, he would try to do it. But so it's a little bit like Jaden Campbell. He's not thick set. He's tall, Jaden. It's hard to get him. But speed and power, like his father Preston, when they mm. dig into the line, they're really hard to control because of their speed and power. Yeah. Maybe Hamaso's like that. But if I've got Latrell Mitchell at left centre for New South Wales, I want an experienced origin centre like Dane Gagai. On the right. Trying to upset him as much as humanly get possible. Get into him. Yeah, and, and likewise with Latrell on Dane. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Sure. I think Hammer will play a lot more Origin. Um, I'm just without a doubt. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just not sure he's he's the sort of player you could just go. Okay, you've been playing fullback all year. We're just going to throw you into centre now. I just, mm. I think he's just found his feet at fullback, and he's going really well yep. with the Dolphins. Mm. I think if you just threw him into the centres at that level against Latrell Mitchell and said, "Righto, mate, you got a job to do." I think it might be just that one step too far. I could be wrong. I have been wrong before. Um, you have not. Have you? Have you really? You know, I thought, well, no. you know, I have. I've got to admit it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm not, the select, I'm not the selector. It's just something I wouldn't do. Yep. Uh, okay, let's get to an injury update. Thanks to Bupa. Switch to Bupa. CanStar's outstanding value health insurance for 2022. Now, Josh Alloy has today gone for scans after dislocating his shoulder and the loss to Cronulla. Yes, uh, yeah, just landed awkwardly while he's stretching mm. his arms out. That's that, They're bad ones, those. Yeah, yeah. And also, Kilmatuolungi, their new signing, suffering a facial fracture. He'll be out for a number of weeks as well. And they'll be sweating on the return of Josh Schuster, who yep. you'd think might be back next week. And Jake Trebojevic as well. Sean Lane has suffered a hamstring injury. Oh, that, that, that's a bad timing. Terrible, for, for, for Parramatta. Yep. He's just going from bad to worse. Yeah, exactly. Mitch uh, is coming back, though, this this week. Mitch Moses. Yep. Well, he's missing one week with concussion, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what happens? What, what about the Raiders? they got someone returning. Yeah, Zach well. Wolford. Zach Wolford will be out for 11 days. Um, had uh, a head knock. It, it looked fairly innocuous. Like, it didn't look like it was. Yeah, a, I know. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the, it was a great, they've, they've ruled him a grade one concussion, and uh, he's out for the week. So Nothing Canberra, about. Adam Reynolds yet, who left the field, which I thought was a concussion. It's actually nerve damage, and he lost the feeling in his, his left arm and hand. Mm. So no word on that yet, and it seems as though that he may be okay to play. C5-6. C5-6, yeah. they call it. <laughs> uh, Steve says, I just read about Sean Lane. He's out for a couple of months, yes. How is it not going to be one of them? Is it, it's not going to be one of them seasons, is it, as far as I'm concerned? It all began with Ryan Madison. Mm. Mm. What happened with Ryan Madison? Well, he missed the first three weeks. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Now, join almost, almost 4 million Australians and prepare for life with Boopa. My family are with Boopa as well, both on and off the field. And after the break, we're going to do our Kia Top 7 from the weekend's performance. Beautiful. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. <laughs> Reading some of the texts on 0457 736 736 around your favourite character outside of the top four characters on Seinfeld. Of course, yesterday, 25 years since the finale, the last episode. I didn't realise it was that long ago. It's, it's one of those shows, whenever you see it on TV, you never get sick of watching it. You'll continue to watch it again. And some of the characters are oh, Double Nine Five says Seinfeld's best co-star. So many, but hard to go 
go past Newman. Antics with his postman's job and probably the best when he got stuck in the forest and got a liking to a local farmer's daughter before he was chased into the night with a shotgun. Yeah, very I funny. love Newman. He's I good, love Newman. wasn't he? What about um, Jason from Maroochydore? He says, boy, is my favourite sign for a character was Mr. Bookman. Yeah. Look yeah. up the clip on YouTube. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the library detective. Very, very funny. What about the amount of great actors that have come out, of, that have had an appearance on Seinfeld before they were anything really big? Yeah. Heaps of them. Mm. Um, David Hernandez was a favourite Yankees, famous Yankees baseball player. He was on the, the series, the JFK, the spit. Comes down on a different angle. Yeah, <laughs> what was that episode when? They recreate when, the JFK assassination. When, what was that episode when um, he, 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 Keith he, Hernandez, sorry, keep going. What, when uh, he, he cut in the lane and he, and he sort of waved, but he had plaster on it. He, was, yeah. he thought, and George thought he'd done the bird, so he chased him. <laughs> That's right. That was hilarious. Yeah, an artificial head. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sats and Rat, I also love George's old man and also George's uh, Mr. Kruger. Yeah, his old boss. Mm. Snackers from Canberra. Remember his dad was Ben Stiller's dad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frank Costanza. The first one was it. The <laughs> first one was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stats, he says Frank Costanza. But mm. the first one, the first... Frank Costanza wasn't wasn't Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's get to this now from some of the great performances over the weekend. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, we get it, Woogie. He's sending us messages trying to act important. We're all over you. Don't worry about it. Mm. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Number seven from the weekend, Rat. Number seven, Volkman shows his class in Warriors colours as New Zealand get the job done over the doggies. Volkman kicks, kicks again, six more. Volkman picks it up, scores the try. Just what the doggies didn't want. The Warriors celebrate. And now the scoreline, 22-6. That might be it. What about the Puerto Rican blokes? Beefy from Dremoyne. Yeah, they were funny in that march on the on the that uh, protest. Uh, Val Holmes. Number six, slots a, I love this initiative, the oh, two-point field good. goal from 40 metres out. He kicks a two-point field goal as the Cowboys. Will they spoil Ben Hunt's 300th? It's the plan. They've put up a few statues. Back to Townsend. Now back to Holmes for the two-pointer. Big bomb from Valentine Holmes. Hello. Holmery. Back for a score. I mean, it's a good time of year to be in form uh, for, as an origin player, kicking two-point field goals. How critical would that be in an yep, origin game? Absolutely. Yep. Number five, Jerome Hughes puts it on a dime for Will Warbrick to claim his second try as Melbourne make it 13 in a row against the Broncos. 13 in a row. Here's the chance, Hughes. This is still the first. Jerome puts a kick across Warbrick, catches oh. the ball from Melbourne. <laughs> Terrific try. He rolled the dice, Jerome Hughes, on play one. And Warbrick picks up number two. Good player, Will Warbrick. Two big wingers, Coates and Warbrick. Number four, well, the Panthers, we spoke about it earlier on. They reminded everyone they're still premiership threats when they annihilated the Roosters oh, on Friday night. What? Good ball, Sorensen. Sorensen gets through over the top to Peachy. The Peach throws a dummy. Tyrone Peachy gets it around the corner. And there's another one. The Peach. Oh, there's only one The Peach. I think that yeah. was David Peachy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tyrone Peachy, a great effort made on the weekend. Uh, number three. Oh, no, number two. No, number three. Number three. Bunnies go to the top of the ladder with a shutout of the Tigers. He didn't change that. <laughs> Both tries today scored by him. Here's a hot hand. It's a hot hand. It's a long hand. And it's a winning hand. 
Latrell Mitchell ices the results. I don't think the Tigers were horrible. No, the, you know what? They stifled the, yeah, the they rabbits. Did. People are saying, oh, they were flat, the rabbits. And they maybe were. But you know what? The, the Tigers really stifled them. Yeah. Yep. Number two, this is for you, Steve, from Dubbo. But I think you'll find a reason still to complain. Part of the whack pack. <laughs> After three world title attempts, Aussie Jason Mayhem Maloney claimed the world bantamweight title in California yesterday. From the land down under, yeah! Jason Mayhem Maloney. They tried to rob him. Jason Maloney's the world champion. the bottom line. You can hear they how tried much to it rob means. him. They <laughs> nearly robbed him. They nearly robbed him. And yeah. as we said earlier on, his twin brother, Andrew, fights for a world title in Vegas this that. weekend. Number one, Rat. Number one, Kalen Ponga answering his critics yesterday with an amazing performance to spearhead the Knights to a much-needed win over the Titans. Fast on his feet too. Speaking of fast on his feet, Ponga is cutting them to ribbons. Now he takes Campbell on. Kalen Ponga, what a game he is having. There's his best play. He took on Jaden Campbell, the speed merchant, and burnt him on the outside. Oh, that does deserve a standing ovation. That was pretty special from Caleb Ponga. Off the back of what we just saw, created the chance for Brad... Yeah, great performance by Caleb Ponga. Answer the critics. Uh, before we get to the break, Michael says, Sats and Rat, while the Pat Carrigan sin binning was not right and changed the game, this is with three burning questions earlier on, Sometimes you don't get the rub of the green. My opinion of the Broncos this year will how they respond this week. Of course, they're playing Panthers Thursday night. Will they play well or have their heads up their shaminders? Yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a good text. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, mm. this is a young side that we saw capitulate last year, and you know they're talking about they're a different side. They're yep. a year older. They're a year more mature, and we'll see. Yeah, um, it's about you know how you react to your uh, challenges that really proves it, isn't it? So we'll see this week. Coming up next is Joel and Fletch. Uh, we spoke with them a little bit earlier on. And the Kia Top 7, well, it's brought to you by the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV. It's available now at your nearest Kia dealer. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Hope you enjoyed the Kia Top 7. There were so many so many moments that happened over the weekend that could have made the Kia Top 7, but uh, like we do each and every week, we catch up with our colleagues, our stable mates, Joel and Fletch. How are you, boys? I'm excited. Oh, someone's, <laughs> someone is up and about yeah. after their 20-year anniversary. Yes. Oh, he's pumped up. Do tell, Sats. What did you get up to? Who was last man standing and why was it pig? Three, three Dally M points goes to who? <laughs> Three Dally M's is fought out between one Craig Gower and... Knew it. Manny Kulitiba. You've got this, no, this crap. No, no. Okay, okay, play on. Swaney. Colin Nice Man Ward. Oh, oh yeah, because he's flying. He's got all the money. He's got, he's got everyone's money. Yeah. Yep. You know what, Wardy, correct me if I'm right, but you, Wardy <laughs> was in heavily in that side. Oh, played, and, played and, a lot of And there was so game. much competition yeah. to be in that team. And Johnny, he wanted to come back early. And Johnny Lang said, mate, just, just bide your time, bide mm. your time. Had a calf injury. And he came back too early, didn't he, Sats? Yeah, he did. He, did. he was 18th man that night. But, um, yep. and uh, yeah, he didn't get to play, but played a lot. Because the first half of the season, we didn't have Girdler or Lang for about 10 weeks. So, yeah, um, Walker, as they call him, Colin Ward, he uh, 
he played the first 10 or 12 rounds and played a lot of games that year. But, yeah, so he's an absolute trooper when you're mm. you digging the heels in for into yeah. the early hours of the morning. Sats, um, how was uh, any Vaxxer Girdler? How was he? He do wasn't you, there. Do you guys need me at all? Oh, sorry. <laughs> we well, <laughs> no, you're feeling left out, Matthew, are you? <laughs> no. Uh, no um, Gerds wasn't there because his dad's turning 80. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Both he is, and Presto, um, the only two is, that is, is Rat there? Is Rat's Rat there today? Yeah, he's here. Okay. He's here G'day. in spirit. G'day. Hey, Sats, what about out on the field? <laughs> yeah. When everyone was uh, recreating the tackle down the sideline. Yeah, they had, they had six Harold Matthews contracted players to the Panthers, and they, mm-hmm. they convinced three of them to put Roosters jerseys on and rubber chicken heads. And they ran up the sideline and and had to smash their teammates into the sideline. One of the awesome. kids nearly put one of the one of the players into the first row. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Hey, uh, Good night. Rat. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm How here. are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you? Oh, what, did you watch the golf this morning? Yeah, it was good, wasn't yeah. it? Hey, Sats, so A-grade, proper A-grade. Did you watch the golf, um, yeah, Brad? Mate. How good yeah, was Jason it was Day? Great, mate. It's good. He's yeah. been in good form for a, for a couple of months now, and so was mm. so with Adam Scott. Um, so, yeah, it was good. I, 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 did, I didn't know about the sad passing of his mother. So it was all uh, – it was Mother's Day, and mm. he's got his fifth child on the way. I thought it was – was great TV. Great TV. Great yeah, it was great TV. I, I, I tuned into SEN Radio, actually, and oh, yeah. I, I didn't know. Clearly, it was a studio call because Rats is on the line, but this yeah. was a great call from you, Rat. Push it. Lock it. Come out of it. Do everything in the world to slice it. Come on. What is this? Slice it. That's the golf god. Slice it. Lock it. Slice it. <laughs> That was oh. Rat calling the win of Jason oh. Day, Brian. Oh. Slice it. <laughs> Hook it. Oh, Rat's one. Have we got Rat's original one? That was That's, best. Mate, we've heard it enough. We've heard it enough. No, I was watching Pornhub the other day, and I turned it down, and I just played your commentary over the top of the pool. He's binned it. He's binned it. He's done that, and this is coming in nicely. Yeah, this Might is... be a little long. Oh, no, this is right next to the pit. Oh, this could go in. Oh. It's running. It's oh. cracking. Holy oh. oh, one, Chase Kipka. Oh. The beard absolutely flying onto the course. He is bended. He is bended. This is unbelievable. That's awesome. That was redheaded milfs. Yeah. Brought to you. (laughs) Brought to you by Rat Rogers. We we called the game on the weekend, Rat and I, and and this is him calling a try. Please pull up to the service window, please. (laughs) I can also deep fry the bag. (laughs) Rat, you posted a a video of yourself. It's fine, but. Jeez, you! I, I forget how bloody quick you were back in the day. That was oh. a super league. It was a super league video. Don't mm. you, when you see those sorts of things, don't you just wish you could go back to do it again? And, yeah. yeah, mate. I, I, I was lucky enough um, should to speak to the Sharks on Friday. Yeah, um, but because I'm playing for the Steve Rogers Cup, so Fitzy sort of buzzed me into the team meeting, and the, and the, like Fitzy asked me about memories of the yeah. Sharks, and I, I was saying, I said, boys. Like and you, you, we all know it. Like just those moments after oh. a game with your teammates, and it's just so unique to what we do. And you just wish you could bottle it. And that, like, if I miss anything, like 
Yeah, I wish I could go back. I don't really wish I could go back and play because that hurt. But um, mm. the actual time in the shed with your mates after the game, that, that stuff is just so special, you know. So, you know what, Rad? Like, this is not even a rugby league thing, but I vividly remember we're living in a little place in Carrying Bar and we had these uh, floated stairs, right? And I would fly up the stairs and the heart rate would not raise one little bit. And now these days, you'd have to have half hour sleep yeah. when you got up there. You know, like well, you know, well, you know what yeah. I miss? I miss when you wore your club polo out. Oh yeah, oh, is yeah. that still a go? No, they don't do no, it. They well, they, everyone knows who they are now. Back they're then, in, no one knew us. There was no social media, yes. so, you, so you had to sort of yeah. wear them out yep. to sort of like. Hey, look, look at me. Yeah. No, but that, but that was a time in your career where you graduated. You yeah, graduated yes. the polo. Yep. Some of your teammates would wear the polo out and you wouldn't have to. Mm. I don't know. I never got out of the polo. No, no, no. I was yeah. always wearing it and I'd always strategically sit under because we had the white shirts. Yeah. I'd strategically sit under. Remember nightclubs used to have yeah. their fluorescent yeah. light? Yeah. yeah. I used yeah. to sit light. underneath it. <laughs> but yeah, and get the, the Roosters logo would just like shine. <laughs> But we were talking about this the other day with Laurie and um, we were talking about the compulsory yeah, yeah, pilot and Laurie goes, oh, did you ever do when you're back at the club and you get your mates to, yeah. to do a fake call? Oh, and yeah. I go, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I get me mates to go down to the reception and go over the last oh. week, Laurie Daly to the foyer, <laughs> Laurie Daly. <laughs> Loz would stroll down to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did, did oh, you ever get any of, the young, any of the young players or did you ever get got with that, that, pers- that joke um, where – the practical joke where you get a player to put their full kit on, they go down and wait for, for the journey. I got yeah. that happened to me. Did you get yeah first, first Australian team? <laughs> uh, and mate, uh, there was a, there was a lot of hoopla around it because I, I I was playing for Australia and my dad had played for Australia, so there was a lot of press around it. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, I can't remember who it was. Pro- probably Matty Johns or someone's like, "Hey, mate, you got to go downstairs. They're waiting for you." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "You got a press thing. You got to get down there. You know, some full tracksuit." Sitting in the foyer, wow. sat there for about 20 minutes. Wow. Thinking, who am I waiting for? And then, like, there they're all behind the pot plant. Are you okay now, Rad, that we've included you in the. Mm. the yeah, thanks. Are you okay now? Thanks. Thanks, Sats. Yeah, okay. hey, hey, boys, Sats, you were right. You were spot on, and, t- and so were you, um, Rad. I remember distinctly about Rat, a month Rat, Rat. ago. Oh, Sats are right. Yeah, yeah. And I asked you boys, Walsh or Ponga, and you both, quick as a whip, resolute, said Ponga yeah. in yeah, the weekend. Yeah. It was awesome it to was watch good, him back, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit miffed about this um, rumor doing the rounds about Gagai not getting picked though. Uh, yeah. uh, what, did, what about the text we got earlier, Brian? Yeah, we got one before saying Timiko. Uh, is that my saying? That correctly? Yeah, I love that. Uh, Matt Timiko from the Raiders is going to be centre, and Valdust will be on the wing. Oh. That's what we're hearing. Amiso in the centres. Yeah. Timoko has been very good. Mm. Very good. Been good been very good. You actually Great only said, we were only talking about 15 minutes, minutes ago. You said, there's no smokies for us. There's no one's really going to come out of the, no. out of the woodwork. But that's the first time I've heard that. Yeah. 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 Is that what do you t- think, boys, was, about Timoko? He's a gun, isn't he? Timoko is a good player. But I'm not sure that, uh, you know, he's brand new. Like, give him time. Ooh, fighting. Sugar, this is good. They're fighting amongst them. What about no. Corey Hawes, bro? This is the, this is the Matty Johns, bruh. Andrew Johns. Yeah, well, we've been talking. Yeah. We've been talking about. We've been talking about the back row of of um, mm-hmm. of Queensland and just the, the amount of players. Like, who do you leave out? Do you leave out Capewell? Do you leave out Fafita? No, like as a New South Welshman, you can't. Like, I don't want Fafita running anywhere near. No. Like the form he's in. Mm. What about his? Like he, what about? 
But Lockie Miller didn't make a meter on him in 90 <laughs> no. metres. Okay, let me ask you this, boys. Stub, stubby legs. Mm. From the New South Wales and Queensland point of view, and by the way, I can't believe the pricing with Sportsbet, $1.65 versus two twenty. It's a flip of the coin, isn't it? It's in Adelaide. Um, if Queensland could take guarantee that one New South Welshman didn't play and vice versa, who would, would you take, Munster? Would you take Harry Grant? Who would we take, Brian? I'd take Harry Grant. Yes. Really? Take him out? You'd take him out if you could take one person out. Yeah. Who would you guys take? Latrell? Latrell every day of the week. Yeah. Latrell. I'd probably agree with that. Latrell, he's just a game breaker. Mm. And that's why him playing on the left, yeah, that's why you want Gagai. You want some in that centre position and get up under his ribs and, yeah. Yeah, they were teammates. Remember that when they were teammates and they were rubbing each other's head in the ground? But we we didn't hear he was out, Brian. He's, He's done some good stuff on the wing. Yeah. No, we don't, we don't know Who? this. We just got a mail. Yeah. All we've heard on the text line here is that Tim McCall would be in the centres and Hamiso Tabuai Fado would be in the centres. It's not saying Gagai's out, but he could be on the wing with oh, Al. I don't they're, know. They're just what? a whisper online about, you know, that, that Gagai um, is, is going to be excluded from the side. Oh, okay. And, okay. Um, yeah, and, and, and ham, the Hammer will, will play in the centres. Mm. Is he eligible? Okay. <laughs> Aliens, yeah. inverted commas, only explanation for mutilated cows found on Aussie farm. So, over 18 years, Grazier's Judy and Mick Cook say 20 cows have been killed in the same strange manner on their, I hope I'm saying this correctly, young Gala property. <laughs> Organs removed with surgical precision without a trace of blood left at the scene. The most recent death was six months ago, according to the local paper. And the couple found the carcasses of a cow with its udder, cheek and tongue cleanly removed. And once again, there was no blood or marks of movement at the scene. The only explanation they can come up with is that it's from aliens. Where, where, where is oh. this from? Uh, Young Gala. Y- Young Gala. Yeah. Don't, that correct? Can I tell get, you? Can I tell you? We are not alone. <laughs> we are not <laughs> alone. What? what? Whoa. <laughs> Hang on. Are you an alien believer? Mate, I want you well, to... He's got a chest that looks like E.T. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you read like an alien. That was that quick. Mate, I'll... I'll... <laughs> Hang on, Rat. Rat, um... have you seen it? Because, look, can I just get back to this? No. This is fair income. Just can you just... just don't, don't interrupt me, alien lovers. <laughs> <laughs> One night, there was a light in the distance, very bright. We couldn't tell how close it was. She Min saw Min some strange lights. It looked like it was just on the boundary of the property where I had found a mob of cattle out that way who looked terrorised, and they started running as soon as I got closer, which is very strange. But it's not, not only happened there in Young Gullah. Yeah. Uh, in Missouri in 2013, a cattle farmer <laughs> cried. He cried, alien, after finding three cows mutilated in, in Missouri. The in Missouri, it's just Missouri. the city of Uggala, oh, is it? Oh, right. yeah. just, just Back in 1979, door. similar incidents <laughs> uh, happened in the US. FBI is getting yeah. involved. So it really makes you think that there's something going on that the general public don't know about. Speaking of general public, yeah. rat, mm. do tell. Have you oh, had an experience oh, with an alien? No, well, I haven't, <laughs> not personally, but I just... <laughs> you'd be arrogant to think that you, we were the only ones in the whole galaxy, wouldn't you? Uh, well, you know, Elf, okay. you know, Elf the TV show yeah. wasn't real. Hey? I, I know that, <laughs> yeah. but, and it wasn't, and it wasn't but called can Elf. Can I just say, <laughs> you know, Mork and Mindy, you know, Mork, Mel. Yeah. No, Why do you think this, Rat? I, I just think that, that there are there's other life forms out there. That's is that such a hard thing to sort of digest, 
What, what, like, uh, do, you, do you really think that, that there is no other life form anywhere ever, uh, like in any place in the enormity of what depends our galaxies are? Depends whether you mushy. Yeah. Oh, Rats find me over. I'm with him. Do you believe Mate, there's no, another – okay, do you well, believe there's you another what, Earth somewhere? No. no, no well, not, I'm not sure that it mirrors ours, but, but have a listen – to, to Joe Rogan's podcast with a guy named James. Oh, no, 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 the, the great Joe philosopher. Rogan. No, 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 no not, not him. Not the him. Philosopher. No, there's, there's a guy that he speaks with. Aristotle and Rogan. With Rat James, with James, James Fox. Rat, James Fox. Rat, stop talking. James Fox. Stop talking. No, no. You, need to listen, you need to check it out. Keep going, Rat. Why? Yeah. Give me well, some evidence. There, 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 Give me is, some evidence. there is definitive evidence of something that happened in 1994 in a, in a town in Brazil where there was 100,000 people that saw it. Yes. What and, happened? Well, mate, you just need to listen or watch the documentary. I don't have time for it. It was a Brazilian equivalent of Woodstock. I'm busy watching Team <laughs> Factor. <laughs> have you ever. Okay, have you. Anyone here. Who's snorting. Anyone is here? Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> anyone here and anyone up there oh, in yeah. Varsity Lakes? Has anyone ever seen or their friends have sworn that they've seen an alien? What no. to me? No, oh, no, no. <laughs> no chance. No. no. I love the conviction. No, I, I just think that we're not on our own. Mm. Not alone. There's no there's way. There's no way. Think of the size of the bloody galaxies that we live in. Mm. Like the, we're the know. only ones. We're the only ones. No chance. Well, no one else can live on any other planet. Exactly. Yeah. Planet. Hey, boy, so not in our gotta, solar system. Gentlemen, we're, we're going to go because we've got uh, a few commitments to get to. <laughs> and, and at 6 o'clock, SEN bring you Aliens Are Us. You're going to get a lot of texts about this now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I don't. Well, if anyone's been out there, 0457 736 736, anyone run into <laughs> an alien? We've dropped the. Uh, we've jumped the good shark, on you, boys. So, One of your best today. With, One of your best. With hair transplants. <laughs> the award winning seven seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to wrap up the show and just getting our text line to finish off the uh, show, 0457 736 736. Thanks for all your text messages across a number of issues. Uh, hey, Daddy Vass, was that your call that I missed? Love you, Glennis. Yes, it yes, was, Glenn slash Glennis. You've missed your opportunity. Yes, you did, Glenn. Yeah. Glennis. Mm. <laughs> Mate, that was a stitch up by you. What for? I know you told them that I believe in aliens. Don't have any evidence of that at all. I know you did. Because mm. why would they? Why would that? Where else but Queensland story? Have uh, I, that's that's a that's a stitch up. No I, one thought, I, to thought, the I thought we were a team. But we were talking about this last week yeah, when you came up on the, the show, show last week, and mm. they would have been listening to the show and they put that in the memory bank. Right. I uh, don't let them take them. <laughs> don't let them take the piss out of your rat about another life. I got your back. Oh, that's Quite Steve. Good on you, Steve. I love you, mate. Thanks. Well, mate, Put your elf on it's your out there. They're out um, there. Just look. Let's watch the docker. Watch the docker. <laughs> now, uh, 259 says, hey, team, you can't pick Turbo for Origin. You can't pick Teddy either. They can't mm. even make my super coach team. I'm way off the pace. Latrell at fullback. Let's get some players that are in the team in form. You uh, don't want, uh, what's it? Don't want Luai either, but hard to leave him out after last week. Yeah, yeah I agree great. with that. I, I mean, it's, it's not a bad point. At what, at what point mm-hmm. do you go, all right, we, we've got to change things right up? Because those little changes yep. 
sometimes don't have a the big effect you're looking for. Exactly. Sometimes you need radical change yep. to get, you know, radically different results. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, they've lost two out of the last three when they were raging favourites in all three series and they've, they've won one. Mm. Joe, yeah, it's exactly. a big call. Joey Johns said the other, the other day that they've already picked their squad months ago and they know exactly the way they're going to play. Oh, that's the argument with Matty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think they would have picked the team. They would no. have picked a proposed team at the start of the year. And Danny Badiris and Greg Alexander and, and Freddie, they would constantly change that side based on injuries and form. But you would. You'd pick a post side at the start of the season mm. and then you change that as you go. Yeah. What, now, uh, what about I, Belmont? What's he Clarence, saying? what about Bubble Boy? Hey, George, ask your friend to take a top <laughs> off. <laughs> That's when they're playing Trivial Pursuit. He goes, it's the Moops. <laughs> uh, hi, Sats and Rat. With the Raiders, they all playing as a team. This is Sporty Gav, 2HD. There's no real big superstar on the Ricky Stewart's team. Hudson Young is turning into a regular try-scoring forward. Now, you put that to Ricky last week. He disagreed respectfully. Well, well he, he, he does have some superstars in big there. Names. Like, like big names in there. But but they they don't have a Latrell Mitchell. They yep. don't have a I don't know a, who's a but they don't have a Victor Radley. They don't they don't have that. Well, Jack White was that player. Was they're that, gonna lose yeah, him. And he's, are they going to lose him? But they, are, they he's right. I oh. mean, he's, they are playing as a, as a great team. I think Hudson Young will get picked on the bench for New South Wales. Mm. They well, probably come together it. and said, "Let's finish strong for White." Well, that's what I talk about. You know, like well, sometimes adversity galvanises. Sometimes it pulls teams apart. But yep. um, you know, and 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 the right people will use that as fuel for the, the right reasons. Like Ricky's a smart guy. He's like, right, they're all against us, yeah. guys. There's one thing that we can do. We can show them. Yep. But we have to show them. It can't mm. be me. It can't be him. It's got to be us. Mm. And he would have brought that team together. Yeah. And um, he's they're doing a great job. You're right. Danger said there's definitely something out there. Yeah, Part of, of course. Whack pack. And Jason Day wins the Byron Nelson Classic. Yeah. And Steve, um, that wasn't in the seven because it happened this morning. Yeah. It was on the weekend. 23 under. Mate, killed well it. And, and and Adam Scott back yep. in form two, finished top 10. He's yeah. 19 under. Yep. Finished with eight, eight, eight under round. On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered ah, in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. We don't have enough time. Yeah, go, go for it. No, go we don't have it. enough time. Yeah, we do. 30 seconds. Mate, you have to have it on the show. We, go. I have to do it tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow oh, night, hopefully, hopefully we'll have Jamie come Lee Price on. from the Diamonds Netball. Greg Bird's going to be oh, in Bird studio. Bird coming in. We're going to give it to him too. He's, Rick, he's in Queensland Territory. And the Dolphins assistant coach taking over in 2025. Christian Wolf will join us on Sports Day. Have a great night.